Thank you for tuning in to The Trisha Goyer Show. I'm sharing my heart and answering questions about faith, writing, homeschool, big family living, and so much more. I'll also be digging deep into meaningful conversations with other authors, speakers, moms, and God lovers. I'm your host, Trisha Goyer, wife to John, mom of 10, author of over 80 books, speaker, homeschooler, avid reader, and mega nap taker. I'm so glad you're here. Well, hello, friends. I am so glad to be here. Now, I've had people say, Trisha, you write books, you do all these things. Why why do you want a podcast? And I'm like, this is my chance to connect with people, to hear their stories face-to-face, to take a break in a busy day, to really share about the things of God. And that's what I know we're going to be doing today. I am so thankful for my friend Janelle, who is here. We've known each other, I was trying to think, like, I don't know, a decade? Four years, Has it been that I long? Think. Four what? five years. Yeah. No. Has it been longer? 2018. Five years. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm just making you older than you really are. <laughs> It seems like I've known you forever. We've had some really good long heart-to-heart talks, so maybe that's it. I don't know. Mm. But uh, Janelle, why don't you just start by introducing yourself? Oh, well, Trisha, this is an honor to be on your program. You know I love you. Uh, We got to know each other through Write That Book, but originally it was Judy Gann. I went to the Oregon Christian Writers Conference, and she said, you need to meet my friend, Trisha. And then all of a sudden, I was seeing you everywhere in my feed. And I joined your Write That Book group, and I found out uh, the real deal about who you are. And anyway, it's been awesome following you and uh, just getting to know you uh, in the last few years. So, and having you on my podcast. Yes. So, yeah. So you wanted me to introduce myself. That's what you yeah, said. Yeah, tell us all yeah. the things that all you do. Things. Like, all, all just... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because you know, really, I've just had guests introduce themselves because... I haven't had time this morning to like sit down and write something <laughs> witty and wonderful to say about you, Janelle. <laughs> Tell us oh, all the man. things. Oh yeah, this isn't awkward at all. Um, you know what? I don't know. Uh, I, I when I think about who I am, I think I'm a girl who knows that Jesus loves me, and mm-hmm. I'm doing, you know, what I can to love Him back. And uh, so that's who I am. Um, but other than that, uh, I've been married to my husband, Brian, for almost 20 years. He'll be 20 years in August. Yay. Uh, he's probably the nicest man I know, but I try not to tell him that too much because it goes to his head. And uh, <laughs> we have four kids, um, two boys, two girls, ages 14 to eight. And then we have a slew of young men and women around the world that um, we would call our extended family, especially some young women. We've hosted uh, young women from around the world in our home over the last few years. And then also I do some coordinating with a nonprofit or are they a nonprofit? Uh, An organization, a secular organization that does, uh, you know, exchange student placing in the United States. And then I host a podcast and talk with young people uh, who have questions about God. And I connect them just as you were talking about wanting to have conversations. I get to have amazing conversations with people about faith and asking questions on their behalf and also just walking them through a cumbersome process of going, huh, who is this Jesus and is he the real deal? And connecting them with people like yourself, you've been on the podcast, Trisha, Mm -hmm. um, who get to answer some of their questions. And so 
that's really uh, my ministry. I love doing that. And then I'm also getting involved with another ministry called Maven. Um, I'm a field guide in training with them, and they do these amazing immersive experience trips with young people in the church. And if you don't know about Maven and you're a Christian parent, I highly recommend you check them out. But anyway, th- that's those are the things. I don't cook. Uh, I don't <laughs> clean very well. I would love to write and speak more, but you know, everything in a season, right? So mm-hmm. that's who I am. <laughs> I love that. Okay. So the podcast is Finding Something Real. Yeah. And do you think that your podcast has come out of just connecting with these young people from around the world? Um, because we have, we had an exchange student daughter for a year in 2009, 2009, 2010. Um, and she was from the Czech Republic. Now Leslie's a missionary there. It was such an impactful thing mm-hmm. for her and our family. She's totally our family. In fact, she told us that we couldn't have another exchange student afterward because <laughs> she only wants to be the one, but it's funny. We just haven't, but we, it was the best experience. We loved it so much. The conversations that came out of that were amazing because she came from, again, the Czech Republic's less than 1% of people are Christians. Mm -hmm. She had a lot of questions that I think growing up in the United States, kind of people get stuff or we think. Mm -hmm. Um, But I remember going to an exchange student weekend and I was the speaker and I was able to share my testimony. And some of the girls raise their hand, like, who's Jesus? Like they're from, they were from Asian countries. And I'm like, wait, you've never even heard the name. And so I think when we're in the United States, we think everyone knows we have all the answers, which we don't, and they don't all know. But do you think that a lot of your podcast and your conversations came out of connecting with young people from around the world who asked a lot of questions. <laughs> yeah, uh, definitely. And, you know, I had a woman on my podcast once and she said this, I think she was from Germany, Julia Gershagen. She's an apologist there. And she said, you know, there's a lot of fake information out there about Jesus Christ. Mm. And for me, um, when we started hosting exchange students, it was, you know, us saying, okay, Lord, we want to be all in. Um, what can we do? You know, looking for opportunities. And then God puts exchange in our laps. So we're like, okay, we're going to do exchange. And I remember thinking, what, what are we doing? You know, and I remember reading about the Netherlands where our first daughter came from, our first exchange daughter. And I remember thinking, oh my gosh, this is one of the most secularized countries in the world. Um, even though there's a tradition of, you know, Christianity, a lot of people grow up thinking that Jesus is on par with the Easter Bunny. And mm-hmm. so throughout that year of hosting our daughter, yeah, we got to have some amazing conversations about the Lord. And what what I like to think of when I think of the ministry that I do at the podcast is it's for the girl in the back pew, because selfishly, mm-hmm. I was a girl who grew up in church and I had questions. You know, I had things that were I was struggling with that I didn't know how to share with people. Um, and just wondering like, okay, how does Jesus meet this need? You know, you and I have talked about that on my podcast before, mm-hmm. Trisha, where it was just like, I was searching for something else. You know, if Jesus is the real deal, why am I still searching for things mm-hmm. elsewhere? And so what I, what I think of is the girl who is in the back pew, the proverbial, proverbial back pew, maybe she's looking in at Christianity going, huh, is there something here that's worth, you know, looking into? Is Jesus so special, you know, that he literally changed time. I don't know. Or the girl who's been growing up a church going and sitting in the back pew going, 
do I really belong here? And I Mm -hmm. think that there's a lot of people, um, and I hear from people of all ages who are like, yeah, I mean, just before, just before today, (laughs) before our conversation today, I was, I stopped at a local shop and I know the owner just through casual conversation. And I said, I have an interview today. And she was talking to me a little bit. She goes, oh, you'll do great. And I said, it's not that kind of interview. I do a podcast and sometimes I'm on other people's podcasts. And uh, she goes, what's your podcast about? And I said, about faith. And she just starts opening up and the floodgates, Mm -hmm. I mean, the emotions and how angry she is with God and how she grew up with faith. And it was just this powerful, it's amazing how the human experience, we long for meaning, we long for hope, we long for something real, restoration, eternity, authenticity, and love. And it's a universal human experience. And so whether it's for a girl who grew up in faith or a girl who's never had it, um, you know, is there something real in Jesus? And I say yes, but I what the premise is, is I just say, come along and find out for yourself, you know? So, yeah, yes. To answer your question, yes. <laughs> what I love, though, about your podcast is that um, these young people just ask the questions. Like, I don't know if I, when I was that age, I don't know if I would have got on a podcast and like, I don't know. I don't know why I believe this stuff or why would this work or why, why should I save sex until marriage or like I, and they just ask the questions. And I'm just so amazed that first of all, that they're being that vulnerable. I think you're disarming too. And you're so sweet. And the way you phrase stuff is so um, like, you're not looking down on people. You're wanting to listen to them. You're wanting to bring conversation. You're wanting to connect people. Um, and so I think maybe they feel comfortable, but I'm so proud of them for just asking the questions and then listening. Because mm-hmm. I remember just even when I was on there, I would say something. She's like, oh, okay, that's a good point. I don't know like if that changed anything about her life, but she was listening and wanting to understand, wanting to hear my point of view. And I think so many people look down on young people today. They think that they're just in TikTok and their minds are somewhere else and they're not even um, focused. No, the best conversations come with young people who are willing to ask the questions. If we will just sit still enough to, to have mm-hmm. the conversation with them. And I, that's what I love about your podcast is you sit still enough to listen to let them ask the hard questions. And then, well, look, let's see what my friend, my friend might have something. They're just sharing their story. See if there's anything that you might take from that. And I, I just love that. Mm. Well, I love it too. And it's only by the grace of God that that's happened, to be honest. You know, every year around this time of the year, I'm like, am I going to have young women come talk to me next season? <laughs> yeah. Like exactly like you, I probably wouldn't have done this. Um, and then I think, well, maybe I need to change the format a little bit so that people could be more open. You know, it, I always wrestle with it this time of year, but God has been incredibly gracious mm-hmm. to bring young people who are willing to go there. And and that's been really beautiful to see. And um, yeah, so I, I don't know, um, except to say, hey, there's a space to ask some of this stuff. And, mm-hmm. and I don't always get it right. You know, I, the other day, somebody shared something, a young person that I love shared something on social media that I didn't agree with. And I was like, I started out, okay, like asking a question, like, hey, tell me about this. But then after that, I shared my opinion really fast. And that shut down the conversation really fast, Mm -hmm. right? Um, So it's just trial and error and going, okay, Lord, uh, thank you for being so gracious to me. You know, I've had questions. I struggled too. I'm not perfect. Can we look in? Uh, you know, and find answers in you. And everything that's happened in my life uh, points to yes. And so, um, 
it, I would be a fool to, you know, expect someone to go from zero to 100 in a minute. You know, it's people from completely different worldviews, their different backgrounds, their different pain and hurt. So, yeah, it's been really beautiful. What I love is that, um, you know, you brought up the first point of like, first, we just need to ask a question uh, to see where they're coming from. Because maybe even what they said isn't what they really meant. Sometimes they do mean to say what they said, but sometimes like, why would you say that? Or what do you think about that? Um, I have learned this from my husband, who is excellent about having conversations with our kids. Because 11 o'clock at night or 1030, whenever they're wide awake, and they're like, so why would you think the flood is real? Or I don't know, whatever it is. And he's like, well, why would you think it wasn't real? You know, so and he just, he just, this con- these conversations that I'm like, I am so exhausted. I'm going to bed people yeah. and he'll be up, but it's the, I've seen him over and over or, um, uh, you know, love. Well, what is love to you? Or, you know, what does that mean? And so he'll ask, he'll answer with a question and it just brings up conversation which I'm trying to do that more but I think it's such a gift and I think sometimes they don't think as strongly one way or another when they have to explain it I think sometimes young people are mimicking what they hear but when you really ask them what they think or ask them to explain um, maybe they will start to realize they don't even believe as strongly as they're stating if if that makes sense Mm -hmm. so I think the best, and that's what Jesus did. Like the Pharisees are trying to like nail him on different things. And he'll be like, well, who is, who is the Messiah? Well, he's the son of David. Okay. And, and then he would leave even, lead even the Pharisees in discord where they are trying to grapple with these things that they're trying to impress on other people. But I think so many times we are so quick to, first of all, judge Second of all, give our opinion when we don't even know the heart of where they're coming from. We don't know why they're saying this. Um, it's been a really good thing. And and young people, when we do take the time to sit with them, we're going to hear a lot. And it might take an hour before we really get down to the heart of what they what they really want to share. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's some hurts in there. There's some also amazing faith in there I mean there's so much in young people that I don't think we give them credit for yeah um when we were on the in the Czech Republic the first time on our mission trip we had bibles to pass out on the streets it was half Czech and half English it was a new testament and everyone over like 40 was just walking by young people were like ah is that a bible I've always wanted to read that and they just would jump in and start conversations we are strangers on the street (laughs) and I think we just don't take time and I love that you're taking time but I think it's also a good reminder for all of us whether we have teenagers whether we are connected in church whether we have a teenage neighbor or not even teenagers young people 20s even 30s I mean they believe in authenticity and relationships and conversation they don't want your logo or slogan that's the right word slogan they want Mm -hmm. to know they want to go deeper. Um, yeah. And I love that you are making that place for them. Yeah. It's uncomfortable at times, right? You know, mm-hmm. I had a young person on the podcast. Um, actually, it went out earlier uh, at the time of this recording, the same month uh, that we're recording this. And um, I really wrestled with her story because um, not only has she been through a lot of pain and she had a lot of questions, but she was very articulate. And she had come back to faith, um, to Christianity, but a new form of Christianity, uh, an unorthodox view of Christianity. Mm 
And I gave her the space to share that story. And um, it was really uncomfortable for me um, because I love the Lord. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait a second, uh, this isn't, this is heretical. <laughs> there is some mm-hmm. stuff in there. And I actually had, when I put the episode out, originally I was going to put like some sort of like um, disclaimer at the front because I felt so strongly that this was not, uh, you know, this was rough. And uh, my assistant, actually, she really helped me. She was like, why don't you just let it be? You know, why don't you let her have the space? And I had to pray about it and really wrestle with whether I was okay with that. And I remember when I started the podcast, that was a fear. Somebody that I love came to me and said, are you really going to give a platform to people who are going to poke holes uh, in Christianity, who are going to ask hard things? And um, and I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> am I? <laughs> and I talked to this podcaster in the UK who really influenced me. His name's Justin Brierly. He did a podcast for over 15 years called Unbelievable. And he came on my podcast and he's actually been on a few times, one of my favorite guests. And he would sit down as a moderator between, uh, between a Christian and a non-Christian. And they would have these highbrow intellectual debates on these different topics And I listened to several of his podcasts, not knowing whether Justin was even a Christian. And I said, Justin, how do you do that? Like, sit with that ambiguity, you know? And he goes, well, that's life. You know, we're going to be in situations. He goes, I get letters from people. Yeah, thanks for, you know, pushing me into atheism. He goes, but I also get letters from people who say, thank you for pushing me into Jesus, right? You know, and Mm -hmm. he said, "Um, we don't have as much power as we think we have. We're just, you know, creating space for that. So it is scary to sit there without, you know, picking up the Bible and, you know, saying the Bible verses. And trust me, that's why I have guests on so that they can have all of those conversations, Mm -hmm. truth and love. Um, But creating that space for that open dialogue to even happen uh, requires a restraint that sometimes is very uncomfortable. Um, So yeah, I'm still learning how to do that (laughs) wisely. And it's a daily, like, Jesus, how do I respond to this? Um, And how do I shepherd this conversation or this young person and her story well, you know? So, well, what I love too is like, that's what Jesus did. (laughs) Like, he would tell a parable. And then later the disciples were like, can you explain what that meant? And he told them what they meant. Like the 5,000 people that he just fed, that he told the parable to, they didn't get the inside scoop of like all the details of what it meant. They went deeper. Oh, this is the word of God. Mm -hmm. And it's like seeds being sown. Um, But it is, it gets them thinking. It gets people thinking later um, when crucifixion's happening, resurrections, they're hearing these stories, the seeds that Jesus planted in parables later can take root and grow just like this parable that he talked about. You know what I mean? It's, it's, I think like your point was, we're not taking them from zero to, you know, I'm saved, dedicated, baptized tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, we are hopefully a step in the right direction of their faith journey and we would be too prideful. We'd be prideful to think that we make or break it. <laughs> like we make yes. or break someone's faith journey. We don't. Yeah. We are a tool that God uses. And we, um, our first time we went on a mission trip to the Czech Republic, we had read ahead of time a book um, called I Once Was Lost. Mm-hmm. It was like a postmodern view of Christianity. And there's five steps for someone becoming a Christian. They first trust Christians. They become curious about Jesus. 
they start asking questions, they start seeking, and then they accept Jesus. Mm-hmm. So maybe we're in the stage where they, we get them to trust Christians. So the fact that you let young people have a, a place to voice what their questions are and that their concerns, and these are my thoughts, you're getting them to trust you. And then you're also bringing people on and they're sharing faith. And so then they become curious about Jesus. Mm-hmm. We don't know where those seeds are going to go, but I love that you, that that's, that's what you're doing. And um, I think it's cool. I think so many times we have the wrong idea when we take evangelism courses or all these things. Like we need to say the perfect thing at the right time that is going to lead someone to Christ, which I just, I do my daily Bible podcast also. And we just recorded today, Judas, you know, Jesus, Mm. the last supper says, one of you is going to betray me. And Judas, he's like, go and do what you have to do. Judas walked with Jesus. Mm. He listened to everything he said. He saw all the miracles. Like if anyone would have had the perfect thing to say and the perfect thing to do to lead people to believe in him, Jesus would have done it himself Mm. and Judas would have believed. Yeah. But he didn't. And so you could only, you could share it, you could teach, you could give people space, but it's really up to each person's heart to believe. And it would be too prideful to think we have to have all the right answers. Yeah. And so uh, hopefully people will listen to this and go, oh, wait, are you saying I just have to start asking questions and give people space and then maybe sharing my story? Yeah, that'd be a good place. And uh, go listen to Becoming Something Real. There's a great book about that, actually, uh, that I'd love to plug. Uh, it's by Greg Kokel called Tactics. And it's all about that, about oh. asking questions. And Greg Kokel does the Stand to Reason ministry. He's an apologist. He's fantastic. He has a lot of great resources online about sharing faith. But his whole thing is we just get to put like a pebble in somebody's shoe, right? It just creates a little like, huh, I wonder what's going on here. And when those moments happen on the podcast with somebody, you know, it's like the other day recording with a young woman from Denmark that I love, you know, our our exchange daughter. And she's back in Denmark and it's still bothering her. Some of the conversations that we had about Jesus, you know, Mm. she's like, I'm just noticing that we really need faith around here. You know, like, thank you, Jesus. (laughs) Like like it bothers her. And uh, that, that may be the only seed, right. That I get the privilege of planting, but it's like you're saying, I think that perfectionism, like, oh, it relies on, it depends on me. It's not true. We just get to be willing and, you know, open with our hands and say, Jesus, this is what I have, this brief moment here on earth. How can I spend it to just give it back to you? And then he uses that, you know, that humble, broken gift uh, for his glory and it keeps us from being silent. It helps us to be bold. You know, we don't have all the answers, but we know somebody who does. So it's just like, okay, Lord, you know, help me to see people today that you would bring into my path or whatever. And to not get into that place of perfectionism, it's got to be perfect, which let's just be honest. I do struggle with that big time. I know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And God's like, no, you're not going to try to do this anymore. We're just no. going to give you all these kids and a grandma to take care for. So you can't even try to go there. So yeah. uh, you too. huh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because I'm like oldest grandchild, oldest child, type A personality. And God's like, here, handle this. <laughs> you're right. You can't handle it. Good. Yeah. Now are you ready to depend on me? Yeah. Yes. Yes, you I forgot, am. didn't you? Yeah, yeah. 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 And I, I love, okay, let's talk about exchange students because <laughs> I know this is your passion too. Yeah. 
like when you have someone living with you, you can't put on the show. No. Like you, you no. can't, which is Jesus, the disciples, well, discipleship is walk with me. Yeah. See how I'm talking, see how I'm eating, see how I'm doing. Like that's what it is. And we're putting someone into our home. They're going to see the good stuff. They're going to see the bad stuff. They're going to see us cranky with our husband uh, at 11 o'clock at night or whatever. They're going to yeah. see it, but also they can see how we live faithful lives, even in the mess up. Oh, yes. Amen. <laughs> hashtag true story (laughs) yeah it's uh you know the hard part is we're not Jesus right so there's Mm -hmm. no perfection happening and so when we screw up which we will it's going okay Lord uh help me to apologize to have grace to show to model this part of like overcoming like just turning to you and um yeah that's it's tough it's it's hard to day in, day out, 11 o'clock at night, you know, pick late pickups from school because somebody had volleyball or whatever, you know, it's like, it, this is real life. And um, yeah, you can't hide. You can't hide any of that. And then you just go, okay, Lord, you are enough. Um, and I'm going to trust you for this too. And it does keep me well aware of my weakness. I know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Which I think is a good thing, probably. So do preteens. We have three pre, well, two preteens and a, two 13 year olds and a 16 year old. And it's everything's like, ah, mom. <laughs> ah. And I'm like, oh my goodness. If I, I could capture all those heavy sighs, I would have a, a hot air balloon to flow away with every day. <laughs> Just, ah, Just keeps you humble for sure. <laughs> I know the other day when we were recording an episode with my Danish daughter, it was so funny. I said something about, well, do you think that we're the real deal or something? It was some kind of sweet, easy co- um, question. And she's like, yeah, except for in the morning sometimes. <laughs> 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 Maybe I, I lose Jesus that. in the morning. I don't know. I know. Sometimes I'm like, coffee. get in the car now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah totally, that yeah. happens. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay. So I want to hear what is we haven't talked like in face to face in like a year. Mm-hmm. So I think it was a year and a half ago. Maybe. I don't know. But yeah. We were organing together. But what's happening? What's all the new stuff? Where is God leading you? I want to hear the details. Yeah, I'm, so- now all my listeners can hear all the details too. <laughs> I hope this part isn't boring. <laughs> well, okay. So speaking of the podcast, so our German daughter came on the podcast a year and a half ago about and uh, she had some great questions. She's agnostic, didn't grow up with faith at all. I may have shared this with you. I don't remember. This might have been a story I, I shared remember. with you because I was, this was, this leads into some of this. And uh, so she asked these great questions and Trisha, the people that came on the podcast to talk with her were incredible. They're well-known people that go around the world and, and, mm. you know, share faith. And one of them was this guy, um, Frank Turek, uh, who is well-known as an apologist. He's debated some like Christopher Hitchens and some famous, you know, atheists and different things. And he comes on the podcast and he's talking to my daughter, my German daughter. And, uh, at one point, she just said something. I think it was to him. Uh, she's like, thank you so much for sharing all of this. I asked Janelle and I couldn't get like, I could do like this. <laughs> I'm like, well, no kidding, Leonie. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I have not studied like this gentleman here. But anyway, that led me to uh, apply for this really cool opportunity to go learn apologetics more, um, which apologetics is just 
learning how to give a, a defense and gentleness and respect to people about your faith, reasons mm-hmm. why you believe. And which is what I do on the podcast all the time. I just don't call it apologetics, right? And for whatever reason, God allowed me to go with a group of 60 people. That was last July. I thought maybe they had made a mistake because it was for people already engaging in apologetics. And I felt like, well, did I lie on the application? Did I like boost myself up? <laughs> Seriously, I was having this huge, you know, like, I don't belong, imposter syndrome stuff. And then I go and it was really beautiful and you have to give a talk. Mm-hmm. And I came away from that and they, you know, asked me if I'd want to be part of like some speaking stuff and um, nothing came of that, but it, it gave me this boost of like, Hey, no, I think I really am doing some work in this field. You know, mm-hmm. I also met somebody there with Maven, Brett Kunkel and his wife, Aaron, and they do these immersive experiences where they equip young people who love Jesus um, to go and engage with people about their faith. And they take them on these mission trips and they go to Salt Lake City, they go to LA, they do some different things. And there's all this preparation ahead of time. They do studying and they learn what they believe. They read, I don't have enough faith to be an atheist for the apologetics trip. They do three different trips. And then they go and they have this week-long experience and they have field guides who take them on these experiences. And so they have started the process of hiring me to do that with them. I went on my first trip in LA. It was amazing. Uh, I was surrounded by a couple other experienced field guides and uh, just saw God working in these young people's lives. And also a deep desire of my heart is for my kids to be discipled. You know, part of having Mm -hmm. young people in our home who don't know Jesus is getting to disciple the kids who do and saying, hey, you know, we love this person, but we also, this is why, you know, uh, the Bible says this or whatever. And so getting to see this modeled in, uh, you know, the Maven model was amazing. And then I applied and went back. Oh, I didn't even have to apply. I went back to CIA, cross-examined the apologetics conference um, again at the end of July this year, my second time. And I gave a talk about how beauty points to God. And uh, I just realized, you know, last time I felt like I didn't belong. And this time I was like, no, there's room for creating a bridge for young people who Mm -hmm. have questions um, and people who are so gifted, which I I will never be like Frank Turek or some of these guys. You know, they're amazing. Um, But just creating that invitational space. And saying, mm-hmm. okay, um, you're invited here. You've got questions. There are people who study this in depth. I just had uh, an interview go out this week, actually, with a Bible scholar, Doug Grotheis. He has written the textbook on Christian apologetics and all these amazing things. But to be able to give that to an audience of people who maybe would never pick up a textbook like that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and to have you know those kind of things come on the air, just it fills my soul. It gets me all excited. So now we're in talks about doing fun. Well, we're trying to do some fundraising to work with a media company to get uh, short form video content out for next season. And I just am excited. I'm excited for the things God's doing. And I think that there's a lot of young people who have questions. And uh, yeah, I think creating a bridge is an important and valuable piece of that. So it's exciting to just be willing and see what happens. Right now it's in the limbo. Like, I don't know, you know, are we going to get the funding or are we not? I don't know, but it's exciting. That's what we're doing. Yeah. What I love is that there's a need and you see the need. And also God's connected you with people that, like you said, these apologetic authors, I mean, they've written books on this and they can explain it so well. And the bridge between the knowledge and the need is, is huge. And, you know, 
videos or different things that were these young people, they're, they're watching how to make uh, grilled cheese sandwiches with an iron on TikTok. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) All the stuff. Like, why are you watching this? But there's, they're also watching other people share their thoughts and their faith. And like, sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's not good, but they're willing to listen. And so Mm -hmm. I love that, that you're like, saying, okay, there's a need. You know all the things. Let's connect these. And I I cannot wait to hear how God is going to use that because what I love about the body of Christ is that he, we all need each other and he mm-hmm. all he he uses us in community to reach people for him. Yeah. And I think growing up it's always like what is God's will for my life? And we think it's just about me. <laughs> like we just <laughs> think it's just about me and what do you want me to do for you? And basically every part that has been God's will for me has involved other people coming alongside me, whether it's just for community, whether it's for prayer, whether it's for partnership, whether it's for, you know, uh, you, someone's using their strengths to help someone else's weaknesses. It's all for the greater good. And like starting a crisis pregnancy center when I was 28, mm-hmm. I had no idea. Like what in the world? Our very first volunteer meeting, 30 people were there. And wow. God's like, see, just, just start the meeting, have a meeting and see who shows up. Um, But any part of our lives when we're just focused on what is God's will for me, maybe just say, what is your will and how can I be a part of that? And Mm -hmm. it's very clear Janelle, that your heart is to be part of the will. He's putting these young people in your life. And then he gives you this heart for apologetics, even though you wouldn't have labeled that (laughs) always, but (laughs) it's a, it's a thing and it's a need and it's real. And I think so many times we try to like, oh, it has to be something else. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to be the Sunday school teacher. I have to be the other thing when really it's like, what has God gifted you to do? What do you love doing? Do that. Mm-hmm. And he's had you do that for a reason. And what does else, someone else love doing? And do it together. Like, find yeah. something to do together. It's just amazing. It's it's so much bigger than we, I think we originally think. Yeah. I, I get tripped up though. You know, I, I've been inspired by you recently, Trisha, because I know you've been getting healthy and uh, you've been on a health journey. Uh, when I signed up to help with these Maven trips and I'm really excited about them, it just became very quickly apparent. Like the spirit may be willing, but the flesh is weak, right? <laughs> like I love chocolate yeah. <laughs> and I love you know, not being active sometimes and just, you know, vegging or whatever. And, and that's kind of my self-soothing, you know. And mm-hmm. so um, before I went to L.A. this past summer, you know, I worked really hard. I hired a health coach. Um, I was doing all the things. And then the summer was crazy. I come back and, you know, I'm feeding my emotions with chocolate again and all these different mm-hmm. things. And it's just been this um, journey of like, OK, Lord, help me surrender all of it. And it's, mm-hmm. it's not easy. That's not easy. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I want to be, I, I am willing, but I also have these hangups, these things that get in the way and I want to be able to do th- the best I can with the time that I have. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts on that? Cause I know that oh, God's doing goodness. that with this you right now. It's been like my year. <laughs> um, so last July, we went to Washington, D.C. We we're on our way to a, a conference where I was speaking. And we went to Washington, D.C., which is like homeschool, dream, everything, go to all the monuments. I was exhausted. I was overweight. I was overwhelmed. And I was like, I got to do something. And I tried and would lose weight and gain weight. And I thought, I just have no self control. I mean, all the, th- mm-hmm. all the negative self talk. 
Um, and then I was praying about it and God reminded me, oh, wait, my friend Amber has been telling me about this healthy habits program. And it's, it's like a humbling when you have to ask like, Hey, can you, I tell me about the program. I need help in this area because again, we want to do all the things and we want to do all the things well. Mm -hmm. Um, but like we were saying earlier, community, like God brings community for someone else's strengths to help someone else's weaknesses. Yeah. And so I love the, it's eating healthy. It's eating small meals throughout the day. It's, um, adding in exercise when you have the habit of eating well, it is, understanding your emotions and not feeding your emotions it's so so much of the coaching is um just meeting people where they are caring about them pointing them in the right direction letting them know that they can do it and the difference in um knowing like thinking through i'm eating small meals through the day the right things just that habit of discipline where, oh yeah, that cookie does look really good. That's not good for me. Mm -hmm. That's not going to give me health or energy. I'm just going to say no to that. Has like, I've been organizing and cleaning my house. It's like, why did I have this junk in my pantry that I don't need to be eating? Why do I have all this stuff everywhere? that I've just? <laughs> it just makes me look around and say, there's so many times we think we can't make a change. These are how things are when really we can make changes. And it just takes one little, little step at a time. So mm -hmm. I've lost 73 pounds wow. this year and it has been truly the easiest thing I've ever done. And I'm, I'm health coaching now, which like what in the world? Um, but it's just coming alongside someone and like, Hey, this is the program. This is what you eat. This is when you eat it. Um, I'm here. Uh, we have, we do messenger, Facebook messenger threads. And when you have a question, when you need prayer, when I'm going to check on you, if you're too quiet, because like my kids, if someone's quiet too long, you know, something's going on in their lives and you need to check in on them. And it's just, again, coming alongside people in community and it's been awesome and I loved it. Oh. So, and it really does, like once we figure out the habits and we get used to doing the good thing instead of like when I first became a Christian, I would cuss because I grew up my dad wasn't Christian. Like I would cast sometimes I was watching soap operas cause I kind of grew up watching people do that, you know, it's, and then you get, I'm going to do a new habit. I'm not going to turn on the soap opera. I'm not going to cuss. Um, now it's not even interesting to me. Like it wouldn't even like interest me at all. It's the same way of health or anything else we do when we get build up the right habits then the other habits and healthy habits aren't even interesting or appealing anymore because you feel so wonderful doing the right habits. So yeah, there's my little, my little health journey thing. It's one step at a time. It's building those habits and facing you're like, Whoa, like where did that come from? Yeah, I'm able to walk up the stairs without getting winded. That's amazing. <laughs> did you feel like it was a spiritual battle for you at all? Or you said it was easy. Uh, the, so once I may, so the spiritual battle is reaching out to someone else for help mm. instead of um, thinking I could just handle, you know, do everything. I think the other spiritual battle has been um, realizing that the enemy wants to keep us from fulfilling, fully fulfilling what God has planned for us and listening to the negative stuff like you're undisciplined, which really, um, just learning a different way to eat. I am a disciplined person in so many areas of my life. Yeah. <laughs> I just was choosing the wrong things. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's like stopping the lies of the enemy yeah. that is speaking. So the spiritual battle has been 
um, more mental and just realizing that God created our bodies in amazing ways for a purpose and we can feel it in a way that, that will give us energy and clarity of thought and, um, what the world, like like so many things, what the world offers is not good options. (laughs) The, the junk, the fast food, the easy things, the, the, the sugar that we think is what we need is what we need. Mm, yeah. So I love that you asked that because, um, you know, I think sometimes we just, and why I'm doing accountability posts, because I think so many times we, we God is working in us and we can try to like keep it to ourselves, but there's other people that need hope, whether it is about faith, whether it is about health, whether it is about whatever, opening our home. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can, we can be there to encourage people. So yeah. yeah. Amen. Yeah. All right. We have shared all the things. I've got to hear all the details. I want people to go and connect with you. I want them to listen to the podcast. I want them to, I want to hear more about Maven. I'm going to go check that out. Um, so tell us all the things. <laughs> yeah. Finding- Where can we find you? Where can we find you and all of all your stuff you're doing? Go over to findingsomethingreal.com. If you want to hear about Maven, go to maventruth.org. I think that's right. And uh, yeah, if you want to host an exchange student, Google EF High School Exchange here. Um, yeah. And also, I'm on Instagram. I'd love to connect with anyone over there. Janelle underscore yeah. M underscore Wood or Finding Something Real. You can just look it up. So. Finding Something Real. Thank you, Trisha. I love it. But thank you for being here. Uh, I love you. Thank you for this. Thank you for tuning in to the Trisha Goyer Show. I hope you received help and inspiration. That's what I'm here for. Now, remember, if you would like to submit a question, email it to hello at trishagoyer.com. And I can't wait until we connect again.